0: hello 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 everybody welcome to the Premier auditor channel fgc cast your only home where washed up players tell you fgc news i am one of the greatest retirees inside the skull girls community the purple sharpie and i'm here as always with my co-commentator
1: and geriatric friend Yahosi. how you doing today don Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing extremely washed up today. Extra clean, extra sparkly, and uh, just as bad of a player as I always was. So I'm chilling, big chilling. Uh, how you doing, Sharpie?
0: You know, it's crazy that you asked that. I'm actually doing uh, pretty, pretty well. And, and, you know, it's probably just because of my past like two and a half months, I told the listeners on the stream the very last time we were alive that I've been struggling with uh, planning my wedding now, you know, it's and, and you're married, you're yeah. married Don, so you know like how much of a headache sometimes weddings can be, you know? It's it's yeah, just a lot. I mean,
1: l- listen, planning and forethought is not my strong suit, so I got married on Zoom. That is also why I was a Dragon Ball player. Uh, so, I think that as a Skullgirls player, someone who plays an educated, uh, you know, a, a, an intelligentsia's game, uh, planning a wedding seems more up, up your alley than than mine. So, uh, <laughs> you signed up for it, you, you, you <laughs> get what you pay for, you know?
0: You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I can definitely block nine-way mix-ups. Um, I cannot in any way shape or form prepare for a wedding so earlier this week i actually took to twitter and i i made a public statement that at this point now i kind of regret but i said weddings suck because it's like preparing to spend a bunch of money on a tournament that you don't even get to enjoy and then after i immediately tweeted that i remembered that i ran xanadu games for like four or five years for games sure. that i didn't play you know yeah that was a, like that was a moment
1: w- Listen, listen, it, Some not every tournament can be your best tournament ever, right? That's true. Like some tournaments, even if you plan them and you have a good time running them and you have a great time leading up to it and and all that stuff, there's going to be moments that are rough, right? That's planning very a wedding, true. I, I would imagine is, is like the rough parts of planning a tournament, you yeah, know what I mean?
0: at some point then, at some point you enjoy it and and then you're also just kind of like, man, what if what if we just went straight to top eight? What if we just skip straight to already being inside of top eight we don't have to do any pools like the we're already there on that's sunday
1: right. how do we now get you're, there you, well if you you just got to work for smash melee right <laughs> just do like the top player privilege <laughs> like can i just skip pools and skip to top 64. <laughs> that's basically what you're asking and you're me right. as someone who has run a lot of brackets Yeah, sure. Why not? Just, just, just let it rock. What's the issue?
0: I'm not understanding what the issue is. And you know, what's crazy about all of that as well is that there's just so much inside of an actual tournament. Like for example, one of the biggest tournaments uh, on the East coast actually happened this past weekend. CEO, for those of you who weren't aware, that is a tournament held inside of Daytona, Florida uh, by the same organizers who bring you events like ceo taku uh dream hack you know it's DreamHack, run by yeah. uh, alex jabaly very well known for making the Jabated face on um, that has now That's become right. like a twitch emote i believe and it's yeah, also run by uh, tampa never sleeps tong who is a very well-known organizer we've talked about him previously on this cast as well
1: yeah no yeah Well ceo this weekend you know it was it was pretty hype watching all my friends go and compete and you know it was the biggest uh the first real mystery fighter six major right like there's been tournaments that people have traveled for mm-hmm. uh but ceo is the first thing we would consider a major right like i think post-covid the line between major regional and invitee event is somewhat blurring oh very uh, but, much so yeah CEO is a classic, right? Like, like, people go to CEO to play. And so, uh, really, really excited to see all the matches that were there. I, unfortunately, could not go uh, based on something that we're going to talk about a little bit later, uh, but I watched some of the matches, and they were all pretty dang hyped, not going to lie.
0: You know, one of the things I would absolutely love to talk about, uh, and I'll let you kind of take point on this a little bit, Don. but like one of the things that CEO does really, really well is top eight. And I think that's kind of indisputable. I don't think there's a single person that would disagree with me on that statement. You know, do you kind of want to talk about what's so unique about (sighs) top eights at CEO a little bit?
1: I would love to. Uh, Let me maybe regale you with a story to describe do. ceo top aid so uh have i ever told you about about my ceo top aid story no you've not actually okay well let's get into it so uh ceo 2023 um at every ceo since god i don't know like like 2015 they had a wrestling ring in the middle right because wrestling is kind of their motif they have like the belt as their trophy they have for a very long time um it, the big thing about CEO is there's the wrestling ring, and when you enter it during top eight, you get a uh, an intro that you can make your own and a song you can make your own. It's like their big thing, and you climb into the wrestling ring. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's super hype. Everyone makes their own moments. Uh, in 2015, I got to do my own intro into the wrestling ring. Oh, did uh, you? I made, yeah, I made top eight in Persona, and uh, I wasn't really playing that much, so I didn't think I would. Uh, so I put my theme to enter the, the ring, um, as full house, uh, no, Tim Allen, tool time dash dubstep remix. <laughs> and I made top eight and I sent a tweet to J'Bailey that just said, oh no, uh, <laughs> So, so, I didn't want to enter to Tool Time Dubstep, so I entered to uh, the Modoc theme last second because I was a Modoc player back then. Yeah. Uh, Modoc's my boy in Marvel. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was kind of my story. But yeah, you you get to make your own. You get to do your own hype intros. There's been some really famous ones with Dominion. There's been some famous ones uh, with uh, K. Brad doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, generally, it's just a good time where you can have a lot of fun.
0: For sure. Um, And I I mean, this event was also absolutely no different. We had really, really stacked top eights. I know you didn't get a chance to watch it. I've been over here just planning out my wedding, so I didn't get a chance really to watch it that much either. But I will ask you, like, were you excited to hear about one of the very first offline events? We talked about this last last podcast, but one of the very first offline events for Street Fighter Six, like uh, th- people showed up and showed out for Street Fighter Six, you know? I would love to know your thoughts on like what you think about the community as it develops offline. Um and just I believe Mina R D actually won yeah. top eight for
1: yeah, uh, actually so Meta- like
0: placed in Street Fighter for first.
1: Yeah, so Mena RD won. Um Mena RD won with good old Blanca um yeah it's interesting because i i don't like blanca but i like him in street fighter Mm 6. i actually think he's a cool character it it turns out that just giving him like a media projectile with the electrified doll is kind of hype and it makes the character a lot more exciting than just like him being lame which street fighter 6 does well by the way like like, there's a lot of variety to characters that didn't exist before but yeah so meta rd1 uh, nephew got second and punk got third um it was very much i think there's a little bit of character unfamiliarity from nephew like uh mana rd hit a lot of mix-ups that probably shouldn't hit maybe nephew didn't know the frame data but there's not a lot of high level blancas out there he's an uncommon character um but yeah it was it was fun to watch you know men RD played really well if, if there's anyone that uh should win the first offline major honestly it's probably mana rd um, nephew kind of came out of nowhere, like nephew places and plays. I n- usually not second at a major, uh, but Hey, it's a new game.
0: Yeah, I totally get that. I was very surprised seeing minna one because minna to me is like the people's champ like i'm always She's very happy champ. when i see minna do well inside of here you know
1: yeah i don't it, know if it, other
0: people feel that way i just know that's my feeling but i i am happy that you agree <laughs> yeah
1: it's, it's interesting because he wins with characters that are pretty atypical mm-hmm. like when people think of a classic fighting game top tier they think heavy mix um which i guess blanca has but like mix heavy um, very nimble characters, yeah. and Mana RD tends to choose awkward heavy characters over the nimble characters. Like, 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 and she got her five right. He picked Birdie when everyone else was picking Karen. Right? Mm. He picked Birdie when people were picking, picking Mika. Um, Mika, not a very nimble character, but overall, like, people picture nimble characters winning, Akuma winning, right? Uh, not Birdie, not Blanca, not these characters that kind of are are a are a standstill and you come at me type uh, character. So. Really cool to see Mana RD win. Um all of top eight was pretty hype. I didn't get to watch all of it. I missed the first few matches. Uh sticky fingers I'd love to catch up on. Like sticky fingers with uh, Manon de France uh placing fourth. Someone I'm not familiar with, but someone who clearly has a lot of talent to make it this far. Yes, for sure. Um so yeah. It Shout was, out it seemed... to everybody
0: who placed. Like there was yeah. a lot of hype. About this tournament, especially in its placements inside of the fighting game community, and if anybody got anything honestly inside of top twenty-four, they have a pretty strong Street Fighter Six career ahead of them inside of this game. So congratulations to everybody who placed anywhere in top forty-eight for this tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say top forty-nine is honestly like my my limiter. If you made top sixty-four, you're you're pretty good at this game, you know for sure.
0: So uh, let's go ahead and also just shout out the top eight winners for guilty gear strive i'm going to go ahead and pull that up on the stream really quickly and uh i just want to say shout outs to obs for their amazing browser source integration and html integration and shout outs to smash.gg otherwise known now as start.gg who Mm -hmm. is the very first program to have ever been acquired by microsoft and not completely ruined uh rest in peace skype rest in peace slack yeah, well
1: but- <laughs> yeah, <good. laughs> shout outs to my homies over at start gd living their best lives dude there there are people who are listening to this that probably have never used skype
0: ever in their entire life ever like dude. skype
1: that boomer <laughs> program oh uh, i remember using skype skype had a free phone number or a, a ten dollar a year phone number thing yes that I it used, did I, yes yeah, it I couldn't did afford a phone for a job interview so i, I did a skype number uh, uh i remember that very specifically but i yes, use skype numbers uh, all the
0: time i would have like little twitch segments and i set up an ip phone so like people could call in like ooh. it was a radio
1: session and i would use a skype phone number for that people people probably think that we're like the the oldest people on the planet like well we are yeah, we're, yeah, you we're gotta over gotta 25 we gotta dial in the hand the, the ham radio and rss feed and join my irc chat uh not IRC. yeah that's right i download mirc and join my ventrilo uh, my team hashtag speak.
0: tuna slap oh my god not my ventrilo my raid call
1: dude bro yeah we're trying to you know we're trying to take down molten court ragnaros tonight hit me up <laughs> on ventrilo uh but yeah Strive Top 8, um, Adventure 1, Adventure Jacko, like, yeah. crazy. Yeah, Adventure, um, honestly, cleaned absolute house uh, in Strive. Um, insanely clean, 6-0 over uh, MFCR. Um, just a very, very, very talented player who I think hasn't really had a chance to shine, but, like, just kind of smoked his way through Top 8. Mm-hmm. Like, very like very close match versus Lord Knight, shoutouts to Lord Knight. Uh, beat Your Luck, a uh, well, honestly one of the nicest guys in the FGC I've ever met. Playing uh, Yuki, then beat Super Nune, then beat Marvello, then beat MFCR. Like the further he went in tournament, the less match, the less matches he lost. Yeah, uh, I've never seen like a cleaner like top eight sweep from losers. So that's, so that's um, really
0: really strong because he started in losers with LK, yeah?
1: yeah, I don't I don't know who he lost to to be honest, but uh, he was cooking that day, like absolutely cooking. So uh good stuff to adventure i, I don't stuff. know where this came from he, he's always been good um yeah like
0: it looks gosh like darn it the only thing that he i i can't pull up unfortunately who he lost to but yeah congratulations sure. to him that's a that's a really really clean sweep
1: yeah yeah you never i mean may, who knows maybe he lost early i'm not really sure but you know he he played really well
0: yeah he did All right, so we have our Tekken Top 8 bracket, you know, um, and I just want to give a personal shout out here before we go ahead into our Tekken Type 8, but I really want to shout out uh, Iambic. Iambic is actually someone that you may know, Yahozy, because they were actually a part of the same program that you assisted with, I think, uh, called Exo Academy that's run by TNS Persia. Iambic is actually one of the women inside of the program that was actually trained as a commentator for Tekken. So she actually got to commentate top eight with Markman. Uh, she commentated Evo as well, and she commentated Combo Breaker. But I just I wanted to shout her out because it's like whenever I see Black Fems on the mic, like that is so unique and so special, especially for a big top eight like Tekken. Like Tekken eight, yeah. Tekken seven is going through a huge revival right now, and so her being inside the spotlight, I just want to give her her kudos and her flowers for that because she worked really really hard to get here and she's put in the time and energy. Something you don't usually see especially when people are on commentary people just assume you know you're just grandfathered into these type of things but she she put in a lot of time and energy into perfecting her craft and i'm really happy to see her succeeding and being given opportunity at events like this
1: yeah i I, you know i haven't had the opportunity to to watch her commentary just because i'm not a huge Tekken watcher understandable Um, yeah but you know Exo, exo academy produces great players and great commentators for the women in the fgc so you know good stuff to iambic uh Amazing i also stuff. really dig the name i can't i can't say your name without thinking pants <laughs> just because it's like natural but yeah um i was also thinking cool. pent- pentometer the entire time i was saying I
0: the <laughs> entire time i was like bro she is dropping an, uh, an amazing branding opportunity right now you know like <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh in top eight uh inside of first place we had uh xiang ding who i believe is actually a uh I think that's a Korean player and I may be incorrect yes, here. Uh, yeah, they are there. Okay, yeah, cuz I know I know that like Tekken is run by a lot of like like they have an international scene show up for these type of events, you know? So if I mispronounce anybody's name or I misstate where they are from, please correct me. Um people later on in the comments, I suppose. Uh in second place, we had CBM. In third place, we had Pena. And fourth place, we had a uh, Kokokuyoma, I think.
1: Is that uh, probably <laughs> Kokokoma, koko Kokoma, Kokoma. That's koko that's a
0: lot better than the way I said it.
1: <laughs> KKO yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh and go. then in fifth place, we had a uh, Chikurin and we also had F- FDX uh both players it looks like uh chikurin is actually an international player based upon their twitter um i actually think i can't i can't tell what language this is i'm going to assume i'm not actually going to assume because I, I do not
1: know <laughs> what language this is
0: i'm not even going uh, to oh, It looks is like a
1: south korean fighting game player he is yes
0: okay.
1: yes i'm looking it up on the internet today
0: Okay, but right now, Chikurin, live. I believe, is actually Japanese because Google translated their tweets from Japanese.
1: Ew. So okay, that's probably they true. had a
0: huge Japanese, international yes. show out at this event. And then we have Phil Lamb as well, who was also tied for fifth. Um, came I, I believe I believe Phil is actually from here. So I have United States. Yeah. Yes. And then we have yeah. Arslan Ash, very, very well known player who placed in seventh as well as mm-hmm. Rilanda, who placed in seventh as well. Uh, Art, Arslan Ash, as everyone knows, is actually a Pakistani player who most yes. notably won Evo uh, about, I believe now, like three years ago, two years ago? um was it It wasn't sounds, last year
1: it was like before uh, quarantine it's be, i don't really keep up with evo as much as i should i yeah. know last year they got third um
0: yeah they did really I well i don't in know previous years
1: yeah they always do really well in Tekken. you know if, if you watch Tekken, in you are you know arslan ash I'm it's really funny it
0: because this is actually i believe the very first time they haven't placed in like a top three or something at an event and so when arslan like lost he said you know it's really funny everyone says I, I think someone said something about like american players like not being so, as as good or something i think uh speed kick said that and what killed yeah. me was that arslan ash then quote retweeted it and was like people come to pakistan they level up i come to nai level down for real for real and that just <laughs> killed me <laughs>
1: <laughs> that killed me dude bro i mean you know what they say about florida florida's a debuff <laughs> not, all right? when you're when you're in florida. florida you enter it and you go brruh, brruh, you know like 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 you get minus 10 agility oh, minus 50 strength like i feel it peace. bro i feel it you go to you go to florida you're you're feeling it <laughs> he
0: has been he has been playing with a lot of people he's been playing with cuddle core he's been going on like different street fighter and stuff tours sure. with different players in new york it's it's really nice to see the camaraderie around it but uh yeah the exact quote that speed quicks that speed kick said was you guys said na tekken was weak but arslan was here playing with us for a whole month and then he had his worst placement in recent history that's the power of na baby (laughs) that's that's na baby
1: you play with us you get the worst
0: (laughs) bro i love it i love it so much and then finally rounding up ninth place well i won't really talk about ninth place we'll just focus on top eight here but yeah congratulations to all of tekken top eight um i i think we have a couple of other games so we're gonna speed run them through the through these here but i do want to say um i want to give honorable mention right now to super smash brothers which we will not be covering their placements here just out of interest of time um and also because i don't know the scene well enough to comment on any of their top eight but i will say i have it on very good authority that some of their brackets and some of their matches were actually the loudest ones there and that's yeah. crazy considering the very next game that I'm about to show, which is Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. I think that was like actually the main featured game there, mostly because of its notable entry at Evo later this year. Yes, yes. So this will yeah, be like and... one of the very first, very last official like East Coast tournaments be- before Defend the North. Uh, Defend the North, I believe, will be the very last like major tournament on the East Coast. That'll be an opportunity for people to practice before Evo
1: yeah and you know the the players you see here are, are kind of no surprise i i think jabril is maybe a um a little bit of an unknown for some people jabril winning the whole thing um he is one of the strongest marvel players and was kind of a secret boss in like the you know the very post like there's like the old guard right mm-hmm. in marvel like the viscont the Noels, the ray rays well ray is slightly newer the flockers uh jabril is like the 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 era afterwards it was actually pretty strong then i believe he was pretty young when marvel came out but um yeah drabilla an insanely strong player has been consistently very consistently actually playing the game um since release up until now so it's no surprise that he is playing at the highest level and uh yeah ended up winning the whole thing
0: that's godlike honestly he's from your region as well right he's from seattle uh i don't know that's at least what smash gg is telling me which is kind of crazy that you can just immediately determine someone's entire the way you can scout with smash g now yeah
1: (laughs) i i was under the impression i think jabril might live here now but i think he's from socal because i think that would actually make a lot of sense to me the way that i think he's he's play with supernoon
0: that would make a lot of sense that would make a lot of sense to me but this marvel top eight was pretty stacked Uh, in first place we have jabril in second place we have noel b hungry uh, otherwise known as Noel brown very very well known marvel player third place we have Dom, very well known for street fighter uh, also mm-hmm. obviously competes inside of marvel we have ray ray who is a very very well known um marvel player i believe he used to be on the old marvel team control uh, along with his old teammate coach steve who actually plays fifth along with ronan healy who tied with coach steve for fifth in seventh mm-hmm. place, we have a tie between Kane Blue River and Flocker. Now, I don't believe KBR is a new name to really anybody. Everybody knows KBR as an international player who yep. uh, is very well known for his hawk. Uh, he's Chilean, has always wrecked Chile, and just basically comes out and places at Marvel events. I'm not familiar with Flocker. Do you actually know them at all?
1: Oh, yeah. Flocker uh, won Evo. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Flocker Flocker's an Evo champ. He's like the best zero. Oh my um, god! Yeah, no, he he. I know all these players. Uh, yeah, like Flocker Flocker won Evo. He's he's godlike. That's uh, crazy. Uh, he is from Miami, I believe. If not Miami, somewhere in Florida for sure. Same with Ronan Healy. They're both from Florida. Florida.
0: Yeah, uh, Flocker's from Miami, and um, I'm not able to look up the mm-hmm. other one, but I probably believe that they're also from Florida too. Yeah, but yeah. Ronan, that's that's from a pretty. Tampa. That's a pretty stacked bracket. They're definitely like. To me this bracket looks definitely like we're practicing for Evo. This is my chance to get uh, to learn these matchups a little bit more and and pocket some cash,
1: you know. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm really excited and and Ronan, you know, we played Marvel way back in the day, so I'm glad to see them do well.
0: Um I think the very next game we'll talk about will be Grand Blue Fantasy versus that specific top 8. Um I know you didn't get a chance to watch any part really of like any of the top eights here but as i go nah. ahead and pull up is there are there any were there any characters inside of the game right now that you're really excited to be able to see and stuff uh for Grambling? uh yes oh wait, wait wait actually that's that's a little bit later isn't it sorry i'm, I'm skipping. not sure I'm skipping (laughs) comments. My brain is skipping. As I I copy-paste the incorrect thing. Anyway, here's (laughs) the top eight for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. This is a segue. In first place, we have the wrong Oh no this
1: is marvel this is definitely I, marvel. did not win grand blue fantasy no, races. i'm pretty i'm pretty sure about that <laughs> yeah he's a king but he didn't do all that <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna I, if, if zombie was there i'm gonna guess the zombie i didn't watch this but i'm gonna guess zombie would have won zombie did uh, not Granblue. win
0: zombies actually not oh. even in top eight believe it or not that's crazy oh. to me because i i do know zombie because i remember when he was a free agent um, and he was posting his resume on it. That's actually when I met Zombie, but he's a great yeah. person. Unfortunately, just not inside this top eight. In first place, we have Mad Best Killer. Uh, in second place we have B Paw. B Pa B Paw. And third place, we have Neo Karsh. And fourth place, we have Ham Salad. Tied for fifth, we have Nathan and me again. And tied for seventh, we have Danny and Sierra. I actually like Sierra as a name, by the way. That's just really yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good name. It's a very uh, good yeah, name. I,
1: good stuff to all these players. I know exactly one of you, but I'm sure you're all very good at Crab <laughs> Blue Fantasy Versus. It really do like Karsh. that sometimes. It really I do. remember you'd played Taskmaster, so you did it. I remember I, I love you playing Taskmaster. Remembering,
0: in I love you remembering a player name from someone from what they played in Marvel I just <laughs> that's so good I don't know. <laughs> that's, remember. that's, that's, that's really Blue. fighting games in a nutshell I know you played Marvel versus Capcom here's the character you played in Marvel versus Capcom yes, I see yes. how it translates into this game congratulations
1: congratulations you played Marvel so I know who you are <laughs>
0: you played Marvel better than they played <laughs>
1: Not yeah, I'm not. sorry,
0: I'm sorry. Uh no, in all seriousness, congratulations to everybody who played Grand Blue. <laughs> Here are your top eight finalists for DNF Duel. Don, would you like to read off the top eight finalists?
1: Sure, yeah. Uh top eight. So who won the tournament. First place Linkies, uh blue linkies, excuse me, second place tenured mule. Uh third place we have uh Gone or sorry, Taco, Taco FL. Mm-hmm. Uh then we have Gone Madden fourth, and fifth we have Vagabond and Nathan, and then seventh we have GC Yoshi and profit Um so yeah, good stuff to all players. Blue Linkies, glad that he won. Tenured Mule, you'll get him next time, champ. I believe in you. Your hitman is always worth believing in. Uh and then yeah, we got troubleshooter in fourth, uh and third, excuse me, gone mad, ghost blade, and then etc, etcetera. Et cetera. So uh good stuff to all players. It was fun to watch. Blue Linkies, I'm I'm glad you won. You deserve it. You always consistently play stop eight, and that's it's nice to see uh uh clutch it out. So very nice. Good job.
0: Congratulations. The final bracket we'll be talking about today um, is not going to be KOF or Dragon Ball Fighters or Third Strike or even Melty Blood as much as I love Melty Blood. It's going to be Mortal Kombat 11 and that's because Mortal Kombat 1 is coming out later this year and I would love to go ahead and talk about it after we talk about some of these crazy top eights here. Congratulations to Euphoring who won first prize here. Uh, Grr Took second, Folato, Od underscore Filato actually took third. Uh, in fourth place, we had Paras HP tied for fifth. We have Simi J and C Jack, and tied for seventh, we have Dialock uh, as well as Too Easy. Um, so congratulations mm-hmm. to all involved. And with that, let's just go straight into the Mortal Combat play test uh let me preface all of this by saying firstly that I did not get into the play test
1: um yeah did you get in I also did not get into the play test so unfortunately I was stuck playing the um you know the awful uh prize of having to enjoy Final Fantasy 16 all weekend oh which, it sounds so horrible honestly it sounds so
0: terrible I'm sorry awful. that that fate uh was bestowed upon you but for those (laughs) for those fantastic players that did have an opportunity to play it what we have here are a couple of clips grabbed from both twitter and twitch of sonic fox gameplay uh sakurai sakura saki sakura gameplay and we even have the very elusive random twitter video that i found brutality gameplay so uh, i just want to say honestly based off everything that i saw on the mk1 uh demo from this past weekend this game looks very hype dude this game looks yeah. very very good
1: i feel like you couldn't like look on twitter for more than three seconds without seeing like a hype kenshi clip like that character is just built for twitter clips i but, agree. Uh, yeah, it was what it was like Kenshi, Sub Zero, uh, Kung Lao, and Kitara. Um, and yeah, the game looks really good. It looked just as good as it did in the the preview trailers that we saw from, I believe, some influencers. Yeah. Um. It it just looks really good. Like it plays really well. I mean, obviously, it's a it's a stress test. So. Not a lot of people get in. Uh, I did not get in. A few people, I think, like Sonic Fox, didn't even get an invite. I think like they had to have someone send them a code. Like it's one of those. Yeah. Um. Not not like not like they bought a code. Like no let's not no I don't like, think like Sonic like would ever buy like a code.
0: It, I'm sure it was yeah. just but it was a very very big event and I think just yeah. like a lot of people didn't get opportunities. People that you would usually think would get. I think it was the same thing with Street
1: Fighter. You know. Yeah. It's it's very like if you have never done these types of things, uh, when you like send out these codes, you kind of just press a button it goes and then it just spits out and sends out the invites and said, congratulations, you're done. Email sent done. Right? That is literally what so, happens.
0: It's literally yeah. like a dial up button, dude
1: yeah so then like okay the influencers afterwards like your top players and people that know the game they get sent the codes after that's that's usually how it goes if they don't get one but regardless all that being said um you know it was pretty select on who got in in terms of like not a lot of people uh but what did get in seemed really exciting seemed really hype um you know the, the usual stuff you see early on in a game um i would call this probably like in a beta state um, so like a Katara infinite was found pretty early on that people were abusing, but Hey, that's fun. Kenshi's hype as always, uh, you know, it, it just looks like a good game. It looks fun. It controls well. Apparently it's still mortal Kombat in a way. Um, so if you don't like mortal Kombat, you might not love this, but I like mortal Kombat a lot. So it's cool. There were, I think a really lot of cool
0: moments. And one of the things I just personally want to shout out just because, you know, I'm, Really, really, really big about like talking about future stuff, but someone inside the FGC, like I said earlier, Saki Sakura, was actually streaming this on TikTok, and I think that that was the coolest part to me was that there was an entire group of people that weren't even just showing it off on Twitch, weren't even just showing it off on YouTube or Twitter. Like they were, this was being shown on every single platform that we currently have yeah. right now. So
1: this game, when it comes out, it's it's going to be pretty well received. know i'm i'm picturing like jack's like splitting baraka's head in half (laughs) to like oh no oh no yeah oh no 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 (laughs) like
0: that is exactly that is exactly the type of content i want from TikTok. i can't believe i got
1: mixed you know it's i got mixed in mortal kombat one and now (laughs) like
0: just like some 10 year old sitting there like i guess i learned today
1: <laughs> guess what i learned today <laughs> i learned clip- that if you perform right down punch you you rip Kung lao's head in half <laughs> and turn his spine into a guitar follow oh me as i as i is i, I de-bow kong lao that's right. That's oh, right. Kong Lao of v- New Fatality. Kong Lao attempts the milk crate challenge. <laughs> 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 oh my! Just like shattering his spine <laughs> in half doing the milk crate challenge, he gets to the, like the second to the top row just uh, zooms in. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh the TikTok trend is just literally
0: like scorpion like i don't even know we have beef i just know i have a promise
1: (laughs) just just like the fatality is just sub-zero like twerking like in portrait mode
0: (laughs) oh slide your (laughs) turn turn your phones this way kids okay no but but in all seriousness um congratulations to everybody who did get into the mk1 uh stress test as as you all know stress tests are an a very crucial part to game development um and they basically help us determine whether or not uh you know a game will be easily well received when it actually finally does come out you know and i've I've noticed that a lot of teams take a lot of pride in the development cycle for games like this do you agree don like i i personally feel like when it comes to development and the Mm -hmm. work that you see people put in especially behind the scenes that's right that can never be truthfully ignored and so what i'd really like to talk about here specifically at this point in time Uh and this right here is me vamping for even more time but i would love to talk about how development teams like the project l development team hire people like you for a w so let's bring in the segue let's talk about it let's talk let's talk turkey
1: bring in the parade the turkey is cooked uh yeah i'm working on project l uh the the secret the <laughs> secret <laughs> secret's <laughs> <out. laughs> yeah it, it's been it's been interesting i've done this podcast like since the relaunch i've been working on this game and like i've just been like yep can't talk about it like not not to, like just in my head like it's been it's been a secret for a while i i've been i've been working on this game for quite some time so it, it's nice that the secret's finally out that I can talk about it. Yes, I am working on Project L uh alongside uh apology man, uh Nerd Josh and Funtax. Um they they went and fetched uh four different gamers from four different eras uh and we have converged the timelines into uh yeah, Project L. So, I'm working on the game. Uh I'm here to make sure it's good for y'all. I hope it I hope it will be I'm um, if not Don't. It's not
0: my fault. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> Don't ask me <laughs> exactly. for anything. That's now, right. Do uh, not ask me Don, for anything. I have a couple of questions, and I think all of our listeners and viewers on YouTube sure. will probably have a couple of questions too. So it would be bad form if I didn't ask you. But what is your exact role on the Project L team?
1: Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a gameplay analyst. Okay. Uh, so basically, my job is to make sure that the um the game is fun and broken in the right ways and not the wrong ways nice. uh so, so basically like an, an example thinking about like street fighter would be like if for you had a 50 50 um like i would be responsible for debating on and writing a summary on if that 50 50 is fair or broken and if broken uh giving it to the combat designers and going yeah here's here's why it's broken or here's why it's not broken. That's basically my job that and like I can find broken things in the game, like actual bugs. But but in general, that's what I do.
0: So do you feel like some of your experience and time competing inside of fighting games is building into this? Like, I guess if there was somebody that was listening that may be also looking to get inside of the game sphere of things, you know, what do you think would help prepare them for the exact role that you have now?
1: I mean, to for my exact role, you have to be a pro player. You have to be a pro player or or formerly pro player. You cannot be a gameplay analyst without having a competitive background. In Sorry to, to all the about.
0: washed up content creators that previously played Skullgirls.
1: You, you know, so here's the thing. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna provide a quote. Uh, they were looking for the most washed up mother. To play the game yeah and uh like <laughs>
0: that's, that's, that's what it plays. takes no it, it makes total sense you know you have yeah. nerd josh you got you you got vanith you know it's like what else what else do you need that's basically honestly
1: that's an old folks home you know yeah it is it is like they're looking for players that are strong mm-hmm. um but like are not actively competing because they they expected us to dedicate ourselves to to this right i mean vinny apology man competes uh but but nerd josh you know he competes but not in the same way yeah. and Funtax hasn't really competed for quite a while like really if you don't know what Funtax is, by the way he's a he's a really strong guilty gear um xx two plus R player um, probably from the, the the most ancient era. And Josh obviously been a long, a, around a long time too. But the four of us, um, you know, we're all pros. We all place top eight at many majors. Um, we're all also very good lappers. So that is also critically important um, for the for the role. So if you're not a hardcore lapper that places top eights, uh, this is not the the job that you can get into easily. Um, it's also a job that is very um how do I put this would you, you say you need it's, a professional yeah fair oh it, it, you need a professional like background too right like you have to have a reputation of being reasonable and and not like toxic and all that stuff which yeah. just comes in in general with the territory um uh, but if you want to get into the games industry in general all it takes is a mild interest in fighting games and a specialized skill set whatever you want to do vibes um
0: yeah. I just went ahead and pulled it up for my viewers here but you can actually follow uh, Funtax, one of the players. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's not pulling up any longer for me. It just was. But okay. I had pulled up his photo and I, I just wanted to congratulate everybody on the team. I, I f- had a feeling that Funtax uh, may not necessarily be known to a few of the newer listeners to our podcast, but I would highly recommend that everyone go support uh, everyone that's working on this gameplay staff because they are technically considered to be game developers they are helping to develop the game um and one of the important things to remember especially as we go into this and and don i don't expect you obviously to add this but i will add it just because i feel it's an important thing to add um if if and when the game comes out it's incredibly 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 important that if you find a bug inside of the game you do not directly mention it via twitter to anybody that is a part of project l that is not how you report bugs, all right? I'm, I I can promise you, based upon my history of working with development teams, if there's ever anything wrong with the game, you follow along with the official methods used to report bugs. Yeah. And I mean, let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Don's doing an amazing, an amazing, an amazing and very crucial, important job here for Project L. <laughs> probably. And we'll not have enough that, time to read true. all of your <laughs> random fucking sub tweets about broken shit if Listen, and when this game comes out. And I say if and when is because whenever a game comes out, there is going to be sure. broken
1: shit. So just sure, deal sure, with sure. it. And- you know, my my only ask is like, don't ask me if your favorite champion's in the game. You know, I can't answer that. Yeah. I, I'm I, I hope that you're all excited. I I am. Um, this is a cool opportunity. I'm really enjoying working. Like after what happened with my previous employment, it's it's actually nice to follow my passions and like do what speaks to me. Um, it, it's it sounds like a fun job. It's a ridiculously fun job. There's a lot of work into it too. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope, you know, Product L is cool and uh, working on it is a dream and I'm very excited to. So, you know, it's cool. It's well, thank nice. you. I like thank it. you
0: so much for sharing that with us here, Don. You know, yeah. you didn't have to do it on this podcast, but I do appreciate you just like opening yourself up to our listeners like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, it's um, how do I put this? A job's a job, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm working on a game uh it pays the bills comma it's fun i think that's more than anyone could ask for so very true um yeah i'll be if you know when i'm not recording this you'll know where i'll be Um, in front
0: of your computer studying and uh, writing up papers on why something should be another way yeah you ever write a paper on
1: a mix-up yes unfortunately (laughs) yeah me too that's why i got this job yeah i I have a reddit account so yeah, I've run, i run, I have an Excel sheet of, like, when I was playing Dragon Ball, I had an Excel sheet of the probability of mix-ups hitting depending on, like, I would literally analyze matches and, like, calculate probabilities of, of like, mix-ups hitting and figure <laughs> yeah. out, like, okay, even though this is technically a 50-50, people block this way more often on the first day. I was a nerd, right? Like, I had to overcome Jesus. the fact that, like, I'm a huge dork and people just, like, have the mental energy of, uh, like like are mental rocks, and I'm like, okay, I'll just run this mix this way every single time. And sometimes I'll mix it up just because the statistics say that way. You have to have that kind of mind. So luckily, I have poison fighting game brain. Um, and the only thing I know how to do is apply mixture. Uh, so I will do that until the end of time.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure that's the same disease that every single top player
1: suffers for. It's a tragic disease, really. Uh, we should be but, spending hey, more time and resources on like fixing that, honestly let's get healthcare for FGC dude that's right yeah we should get healthcare for the fighting game community (laughs) I I think that you know that should
0: be that should be the stand that I run on to get like evo commentary or something if you give me evo hosting privileges for 2023 I will personally make sure everyone in the FGC gets healthcare to prevent these mix-ups dude
1: the sarah mclaughlin song like to to like the guy with his pants around his ankles playing tekken like you know just me in the lab and for 13 (laughs) hours with like seven diet cokes empty (laughs) just like people me asleep on the floor of like pasadena regionals 2021 (laughs) like just just all the degenerate photos and situations (laughs) i've been in and like for five dollars a month you too can can help a, a poor fighting game player who can't pay rent because he's too busy playing guitar in mortal kombat open beta <laughs> uh, you can help you can help her uh pay her internet bill and buy an ethernet cord with only <laughs> the the small donations of 25 59. dude you could you
0: could help actually make this event a possibility by volunteering right now for evo so that we get enough people running brackets speaking of brackets as a matter of fact now don i'm gonna let you take point here i'm just (coughs) gonna read this thread that you sent to me from ace king offsuit someone that i actually had the good pleasure of working with when i was a host on best of v show which is still currently running right now on twitch.tv best of v show as well as on youtube tiktok and twitter um run by elon who is one of the only remainder uh, of the like, brought down leadership from Best of V Show, but uh, he made an amazing bracket. I'll allow you to go ahead and read it here yes. as we go through.
1: Yeah, so uh, maybe in- instead of talking like through the bracket, like or through the thread piece by piece, just because yeah. there is a lot. Yeah, um I-, I think the big thing to say here is is Evo twenty twenty three Street Fighter Six is the biggest Street Fighter tournament. Nay fighting game tournament of all time so far, and registration is not even closed. Jesus. Um, yeah, over 5k people, more than Street Fighter V's release by quite a bit, and Street Fighter V, I think we have like quite a bit left in Reg. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, the, to put it in perspective, right? You have to run about 250 plus pools of 24 players. Your reward for making it out of pools at the biggest fighting game tournament in the world mm-hmm. is that you get to r- run through Pearl's pools in the second biggest fighting game tournament in the world. Oh my god, if you, if you make it through five thousand, guess what? You got like two thousand more people to get through. You are like in two days you have to run that. In two days. So, um like this thread by ace ace uh king of offsuit excuse me i almost said ace king of suit i always want to <laughs> say that every time I, I see their name but um it goes over it in more details in terms of the, lo- the logistics of running a tournament like this um mainly that like you need a lot of buys um if you don't have a power of two with the next power of two being 8,096 i think with right now we're at like 4,050 something i don't know 50- 48 um but yeah uh, basically there's going to be a lot of buys it's going to be a lot of tournament running if you want to help run this tournament um you should go ahead and volunteer i volunteer at evo most every year um will be this year also highly recommend that you do and if you don't want to volunteer because you're like i don't know what to do um one i i made a bracket video that you could watch on how to run a bracket but two you can also enter right we, mm-hmm. we need eight thousand people to have no buys and no buys is way easier than having buys so if you have not registered for evo 2023 I highly, highly, highly recommend it and I believe Early Reg is still open so you can register as of this podcast recording and as of when we go live.
0: Very, very Um, correct. Uh, You can literally go over to evo.gg right now. They do have event passes available. They have competitor passes available to register now. You can also go ahead and get tickets for any of those days and you can just get a bundle for spectators as well. Uh, Click the register now link. It'll actually go ahead and take you over to the start.gg and they have additional information as well on their web page which i just personally just want to say amazing stuff with their web page like this this is, yeah, a, the this is a really, really nice. sleek website
1: it is a really sleek this website. Is uh, this is what playstation and stuff. sony money gets you dude that's right this is that pokimane all your pokimane donations going to this website shout pronto. outs to
0: pokimane please get shout us marvel to 2 Pokey.
1: that's right give us marvel 2 uh, <laughs> but yeah i I'll, I'll be there uh sharpie i'm sure you will too i will not um, it'll be one oh. week before oh, yeah. my wedding yeah I, right. I will
0: not be there if i am there there's something incredibly wrong with me and i do not have my priorities straight well when i'm waiting in line
1: at the mortal Kombat one demo because that's that's probably what i'll be doing i'll have a cardboard cut out of you and we can do our podcast Chat, live i just want i just want to let you
0: know she did not tell me that there was going to be mk1 at evil before this you and didn't know I, that? I did not know that, no. Oh,
1: yeah. MK1's going to be there. Yeah. God. They're, they're going to have a demo. I don't, I'm not sure God. what characters or what they're doing, but yeah, it's going to be there.
0: I hope everyone has fun without me. Don't think Listen. about me in pain looking at Listen. flower arrangements.
1: Every video game will come out eventually, unless it gets canceled. MK is not getting canceled. It'll be out soon enough. I'll be playing it, and I'll 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 message you how fun how much fun I'm having. I while appreciate I play you it. for that one. That's You're that's welcome. very kind of you to do. Yes, I mean I got three hours to wait in line to play Mortal Kombat more than likely. <laughs> You know because it's a convention so very true uh that's where i'll be i'll be cooking with kung lao literally cooking someone's skull off and uh watching them turn into ash and bone
0: have i ever said I that i them. was concerned about you don because i feel like now is what? a really good time to mention
1: that listen you don't need i made it this far in life all that's right true. i'm good i'm chilling <laughs> i'm chilling okay <laughs> I'm chilling. And I'm like Sharpie, zero, and this
0: has been the Fighting Game Podcast. Everybody, thank you so much for taking time today <laughs> to come <coming> over <laughs> and listen to this episode of FGC Cask. You guys believe we're already on episode eight? We've I know. been doing this for a minimum of like eight episodes worth of time like we've that's right i never would have thought i've just that's right the bi the
1: bi-weekly podcast yes. and our eighth episode after about a year we're, <laughs> we're here we did it we made it on the fighting game podcast the 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 gaming colin fight podcast the seo the laden cast.
0: the fg cast seo laden start of google search amazing right. yes that's Roll right. Rollback, Netcode, GGPO, Project L,
1: Riot Games, Tom Canon, Evo. That's right. All of those things. 4K, uh, 120 FPS. Pronto, coming at you live here uh, on YouTube, Spotify. Uh, I don't know, like just wherever else you horn. get your favorite
0: podcast. As a matter of fact, you know. Yeah,
1: I, out of my car, cruising around, blasting this out of the subwoofers. My Where BlackBerry. Are you Where we hear us? My yeah, old. My uh, Bl- was it called
0: zune?
1: Uh, yeah, your zune. Uh I I actually did have a zune back in the so day. So did
0: I, dude. Yeah, Zunes were so cool. Zunes were cooler than iPods back in the day. Look, Zunes, at, like, bro, yeah, we're, we're going over look at us. We're talking about Ventrilo,
1: Zunes. Listen, soon it's going to be like I don't know, like yeah, call A-track, into our landline and listen. Yeah, exactly.
0: Everybody, thank you so much. Any final thoughts before we go ahead and leave? My good um my good elder friend. Um
1: I'm I'm an elder friend?
0: <laughs> I was trying to with the my, geriatric my good, theme. I was like, yeah, listen, you Listen, know?
1: listen. I as i as I ascend the staircase in my stairmaster, uh, let, let it be known that uh at the top of every stairmaster is a retirement home. And if you need me, I'll be in the Final Fantasy retirement home for the next month. So uh, your, your, your FGC cast slash fighting game podcast slash Final <laughs> Fantasy podcast coming to you live, coming to you hot. Uh, excited to, uh, to to wish you all an adieu and have a great couple weeks until the next one. You know, uh, you know where I'll be. I'll be playing as, as that good boy class.
0: I'll be playing the Superior Game Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis. See you offline gamers. See you nerds.